you know, sometimes to avoid scheduling online teaching too close to my quitting time. Um, because uh, as we all know, you know, from the, uh, from the classroom, from the schoolyard, uh, that's when there's the, you know, the parent that comes in, uh, the principal that announces the emergency meeting, um, uh, you know, the, the kid whose parents didn't pick them up and you're stuck with little Johnny until mommy shows up. Uh, so um, you want to, you want to schedule it carefully. You really do. You want to, you know, your, your, your full-time job is the one that's paying your rent. So uh, you, you do not want to show those people the back of your middle finger anytime soon. Welcome to the Teacher Money Show, the podcast dedicated to helping educators like yourself navigate your unique financial challenges and unlock your financial superpowers. I'm your host, Sean Morgan, a full-time teacher and entrepreneur, and I'm here to help teachers navigate everything related to your money. Whether you have questions about budgeting on a teacher's salary, managing student loans, increasing your income, or making the most of your benefits, I'm here to make money less confusing, more empowering, and a tool you can use to focus on what matters most. So whether you're a seasoned teacher looking for fresh insights or a new educator navigating your first paycheck, this podcast is your go-to resource for all things money-related. So if you're ready to have a richer wallet, classroom, and life, let's dive in. The contents of this podcast are informational in nature and are not legal or tax advice, and neither I nor my guests are engaged in the provision of legal, tax, or any other advice. You should not act upon this information without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Welcome to the Teacher Money Show. I'm so excited to have uh, Daniel Villarreal here with me. Uh, and this is just a, a really you know fun story. I, I send out emails to, to people who want to get them. And uh, uh, Daniel reached out to me and he he told me a a, a play on words in Spanish that he thought I, I would find quite funny. I'll actually ask him to, to tell tell the play on words because he'll probably be better at it than I am. Um, but, you know, this this the Spanish play on words from a guy named Daniel Villarreal who teaches English in Taiwan. I was immediately intrigued by this. This guy's just got so many great things happening. Um, it's just it's, it's hilarious for, for me that that we live in a world where that's even possible. Uh, but, you know, he, he told me that he helps educators uh, teach online to supplement their income. So that just that just said that's a topic that we should talk about. So I'm excited to have Daniel on the show today. Daniel, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Sean. Thank you. Uh, distant handshake all the way from across the Pacific and half a continent. Yeah. <laughs> Good to meet you. Wonderful yeah, to meet you, too. It's typhoon weather here. I'm stuck inside my home watching heavy rain and uh, and horrific winds, but I'm in, I'm in my home. I don't care. Well, I'm glad you're staying safe out there. We're uh, yeah. bone dry here and have been for, for weeks, so... Got a different weather going on for sure. Good for you. <laughs> so with, with with that introduction, first of all, I'd love for you to tell everyone the wonderful play on words you, you told us. And then just because I'm immensely curious, how did you get where you are? I'd love to hear your story, just a, you know, a brief overview of everything you've done in, in, uh, in language and education uh, and, and so forth. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was uh, several years ago. I was working in uh, San Antonio, Texas, working for the county, uh, Bayhar County, um, as uh, as a staff interpreter. Uh, I was um, school trained as an interpreter at a place called the Monterey Institute of International Studies. If you look it up, the name has been changed, but it, you know the website will flip over uh, to the whatever the current name is, Mon Middlebury Institute or something like that. Um, anyway, I was school trained as a, as a court interpreter. Uh, now, how I got into that was interesting. I was attending a Spanish-speaking church. I was uh, teaching uh, at a uh, private sector, federally funded school that taught Mexican farm workers in Salinas, California. Uh, they had a layoff. I got caught in a layoff. And um, my Spanish-speaking pastor and his wife took me out to dinner. And uh, this is a heck of a story. And they said, well, you know, you speak Spanish, you speak English. Have you considered being an interpreter? And I said, well, I don't know anything about it. And they said, okay, look, go to the Salinas courthouse tomorrow and you will see, uh, go, go where they have all the docket sheets listed in the lobby and you'll see people of the state of California versus Villarreal, people of the state of California versus Cobarubias and so forth. Uh, long story short, I was trained to be an interpreter, Monterey Institute. Uh, got my advanced Spanish training at uh, the UNAM, UNAM branch, uh, National Autonomous University of Texas in San Antonio, and found myself uh, employed full-time as a court interpreter. Uh, Part-time, I was getting more advanced Spanish training than I pursued a master's degree at the local university. And there I did an independent study in Mexico. You know, I rode the bus. I made, I made contact with the, uh, uh, with a, um, uh, state congresswoman from uh, the state of Jalisco, Guadalajara, you know, big Mexican hats, right? Uh, and um, and she connected me to be able to uh, interview several people about the Mexican education system, which is quite fascinating. Um, and uh, anyway, one of the teachers told me the term pobresor. Now, pobre, P-O-B-R-E, means poor, and profesor, Professor with one S is professor. So the whole thing, pobresor, uh, I've translated it since to professor. It's uh, Mexican slang and Mexican humor uh, that uh, refers to how uh, how little educators are paid. Uh, you know, because I met educators there that um, their schools had an AM shift and a PM shift. They both were full-time jobs, right? I met uh, people, like married couple, it's like, he and she both worked the AM shift. He and she both worked the PM shift. One lady was a, was a teacher in the PM and the principal in the AM. And then I saw other Mexican teachers who were dancing uh, at a Mexican restaurant. Uh, my, uh, uh, my hostess there told me, uh, yeah, those are teachers up there. You know, they're moonlighting. Okay, so uh, I took that pobresor thing to heart. And now that I live in Taiwan, I... Um, I almost every year I present and uh, present at and attend the um, uh, ETA hyphen ROC um, uh, English Teachers Association Republic of China convention, and I will typically present on uh, some topic uh, to help people uh, not be a professor to climb out of professor status and maybe at least be. Uh, not poor fesser or rich fesser or some kind of fesser besides poor one. 
so that's how the whole professor thing gets started. Um, I teach at Taiwan. I, I have what I consider a portfolio career. I teach at um, uh, Taiwanese universities. I've taught at some high schools and some private sector schools. But on the side, uh, I do um, online teaching. I do some copy editing, which for the, the people commonly say proofreading. But for all you teachers out there, uh, when you correct a student's paper, uh, that's what I'm doing, but I'm getting paid for it. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I'm also available for a Spanish to English translation. Uh, and I got to Taiwan. I was in my PhD program, foreign language education at uh, University of Texas at Austin, Hook and Horns. And, uh, and we got recruited by an FLE grad in Taiwan to come teach a special summer program. I, I fell in, totally fell in love with the country. And um, I started coming back here Christmas and uh, summers for uh, language training, for part-time work, uh, et cetera, et cetera, and just to hang out. So I really liked it. And then I decided to move here. I did my research here for my dissertation, and I found uh, uh, part-time work and then a series of uh, part-time jobs. I'm a permanent resident here now. So that's awesome. the long story short. Yeah. That is, that is an amazing story. I just love how You've been able to uh, take your your interest in language and and education and and take it to somewhere you love. I think that's just a fantastic show of how uh, you can have that freedom there as well, just to to go where you want to be and do what you want to do with with uh, with this online teaching in particular. I think that that's amazing. Um, I know that not everything you do is online, but you do a lot of online stuff. So that that I think that just shows the, the freedom that you have by doing that. Online is what's happening, you know, many ways. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, we're we're talking about uh, supplementing our teacher incomes by teaching online. You've given seminars on it, uh, but like, is it even worth it? Like, sh should should teachers be pursuing this? Will teachers make enough money by teaching online? Well, now here's here's where uh, the audience gets to uh, see just what a two-faced hypocrite I really am. Uh, I'm going to say yes and no and maybe, and it depends. Um, <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, because, you know, everybody's circumstances are different. Okay. Um, you know, if you've got a very time-consuming full-time job, uh, I'm not going to say that um, online is not for you, but you may want to ease into it on a very part-time basis, get good at it, um, you know, and then maybe jump into it uh, full-time later. Now, here's my situation. I'm, uh, I'm planning to retire uh, a year from now with American Social Security. And, uh, and that, um, that will, uh, you know, I've done the math and that should support me here in Taiwan uh, with my, my current standard of living. At the same time, I've made a, uh, I hate to sound really too woo-woo, but I made a goal and wrote it down of adding one student per month from January 2023 to July 2024. So far, I'm on I'm on pace, um, and uh, it's like the secret or something. Uh, the students kind of keep coming, and I'm maybe a little bit ahead. Um, in my situation, again, everybody's different. Um, either the online teaching or the social security. Uh, will support me easily. In the meantime, I, I'm working. I'm not giving up uh, 
uh, work. Uh, but now I'll say this. I used to work for VIP Kid uh, that you may have heard of, a uh, big company, Chinese yeah. company. Uh, the Chinese government, long story short, no longer wanted uh, uh, American and Canadian teachers from outside the country teaching their kids. But when I was there, uh, the money was good. Uh, they were open from 8 a.m. until uh, initially 10 p.m., then it was like 9 p.m., there were some teachers that worked seven days a week, all those hours. Uh, you could pick the hours you wanted. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I did evenings after work and, um, uh, you know, weekends were my money-making time, you know, Sunday after church, 2 PM until, until, uh, VIP kids no longer available. And so, um, if you find something that's a platform and you can fill those hours, um, here's where I say it depends, maybe, and so forth. Uh, depending on your, you know, where you live, your standard of living, how much you pay in rent, and all this kind of stuff, uh, you may well make a go of it, even with these uh, platforms that pay like ten bucks an hour. Um, you know, I've I had uh, one part-time situation after the Chinese government said no more teaching after nine. Um, somebody turned me on to this other company that's now defunct, um, but they were. Uh, they're paying about $10 an hour. It's not much, but it's, uh, that kind of adds up. You know, if you and I are hanging out at Starbucks and then you reach across the table and say, Hey Dan, here's 10 bucks. I'm going to say, Sean, don't leave yet. Okay. Um, so it, it, it adds up. Uh, I think it's well worth it. Uh, what I advise teachers to do is get into it. Uh, don't give up your day job and just say, here's my middle finger. I'm going online. I don't think that's a smart move. Okay. Um, you know, make your, make your daytime gig your base and ease your way into it. Uh, get some, get some instruction on how this stuff works. You know, VIP kid, um, you know, I'll, you know, if you like uh, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, rich dad, poor dad, um, you know, he says, um, work to learn, not to earn. And VIP kid, along with, some good money. They taught me the skills of online teaching. Uh, you know how to be comfortable talking to the camera, how to have uh, uh, you know adequate lighting, and uh, you know and and all that kind of stuff. Um, there are a lot of sources out there. So you know, learn the skill and ease into it. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm doing uh, uh, teaching, uh, copy editing, and I'm available for translating Spanish to English. Um, and I don't know how many bilinguals are out there, but I, I would suggest pick one, one area and get good at it. Uh, for most classroom teachers, that would be teaching, you know, cause that's what you do eight hours a day, five days a week. Um, th there's certainly the chance to make a uh, good money at it. You know, you, you've, um, you've got to get comfortable with charging what you're worth. Um, yeah, so yeah. So we're talking about platforms, but also you also gain your own students. So would you recommend maybe starting with a platform and then moving on towards uh, getting your own students? Or do you think that getting your own students is better or does it depend on your situation? I, I Well, it, it kind of does depend on your situation. But what worked very well for me was teaching for a couple of platforms first. You know, learn the skill, get, um, you know, get accustomed to it. Uh, I've still got... Um, I've still got, uh, I had two, now I'm down to one former VIP kid student 
that I teach, and I met that kid through uh, through VIP Kid. So uh, especially if you've never done this before, uh, you know the platforms will teach you the they'll teach you the trade. You know, so yeah, uh, start with the platform. Uh, I have not tried Cambly, but I've heard good things about it. C A M B L Y. And there are probably a few others. I found VIP Kid by just doing a Google search, uh, something like uh, ESL online teaching or something. You know, I'm so not sure if there's any teacher who hasn't found VIP Kid with the online search. They're, they're, they were pretty uh, aggressive there for a while trying to recruit people. They were, they were everywhere, it seemed like. They were, and they, they were killing it. How did you... Um, you said pay your worth, uh, like charge what you're worth, I guess. And what do you mean by that? Can, can you explain that? Well, you know, like I said, that one company was paying $10 an hour. Okay. Uh, that's not much for a professional teacher. You know, you got the degrees, you got the credentials, you got the experience. It was okay for that circumstance, though. Uh, you know, I don't have to go find the students. The students are sent to me by the company. And like I say, you know, these were adult learners. They're very easy to work with. And it's just like you and I are hanging out at Starbucks. You hand me 10 bucks. Hey, that was cool. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, but you're not going to pay a, an American mortgage with that. Right. You know? So um, if you have like a private student, you're going to want to charge a higher dollar value, which is you have to figure that out. But you're, you're not going to charge $10 an hour for a, you're, a you're, private student. You're not. Yeah. I, I'm going to say uh, you, you want to you know, the, the low, I mean, I hate to, you know, cite specific rates and stuff, but the, the lowest I think an online teacher should be charging is uh, 20 or 30 for an hour. And, and many are charging much more. I, I definitely agree. Uh, yeah. There's, you know, tutoring, you can make a killing at. Uh, so just be, be aware that, you know, there, there's a wide range of what you can do online teaching wise, uh, and you can charge quite a bit for it if you, if you know what you're doing, which if you're teaching every day, you, you probably should know what you're doing. Uh, yeah. well, let's well, say that I, you're you're trying uh, to get the most money you can by doing this. What, what are the most in-demand skills or, or subjects maybe? Uh, well, you know, if you look at um, some of the people who who talk about this a lot in, on YouTube, uh, they they talk about finding yourself a niche or a uh, uh, are your I think are I think our British friends say niche. Okay, <laughs> find yourself a niche or a niche. Pick pick one of the two, and um, and be very very good at that. Um, but some things that are um, some things that are very good are uh, young learners. Okay, if you're you know good with kids, uh, the advantage of young learners is that they tend to stay with you for a long long time. Uh, you know, I've taught this kid, this VIP kid, kid, and the one I was teaching before him as well. Um, I've taught them for a long time. Uh, I was teaching um, in person at a home here in Taipei. Um, I taught these kids from when they were, you know, the daughter was a kid, just a little kid, up until they both ended up going off to college. You know, they tend to keep you along a lot longer um for teaching young learners uh adults they often are interested in things like test preparation if you're good at uh, teaching uh sat gre uh test of english as a foreign language the disadvantage with those is um 
it's kind of a one night stand. You know, they come, they get their, um, they get their training. And then unless they are just dying to, um, uh, to keep improving their English, for example, uh, then they're gone. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you're really good at marketing if you're if you're doing you know someone who's just gonna be with you for three, six, nine months because you have to keep finding more and more clients instead of having a client that comes back to you year after year after year. Yeah, you know one of my one of my secrets. Uh, there is a free newsletter called um, Breaking News English. I don't know if you know that newsletter, but it's written by a a guy in uh, Britain. In fact, I think his name is Sean S E S E A N. Um, and, um, that has got, uh, remarkable articles, tons of games and activities. It's got the answer sheet. Um, it's got recordings in American and British English you can listen to. I get a lot of mileage, um, with adults that simply want conversation and they tend to stick around for a while, you know, because it, it's not in English to practice their English. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. English is a foreign language. Uh, adult learners that want, uh, you know, adults, they, they tend to want one or two things. They want a they have a specific need, like interviewing skills, test prep skills, or they simply want conversation. I want to improve my English. I want to talk to a native speaker. And uh, Breaking News English is the greatest. Um, subscriptions are free. If you, uh, if you subscribe, uh, tell uh, tell Sean uh, you you can send him a little bit of cash if you want to you don't have to but uh, you can tell him that the American guy who sent him twenty dollars and eleven cents uh, sent you uh, and where where what is that um, my PhD I earned it in the year twenty eleven so I I sent Sean a one time twenty dollars and eleven cents with a note saying thank you Sean. Uh, you know, your excellent newsletter is enabling me to uh, make good use of my foreign language education degree from 2011. So he'll remember <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's a very, very memorable donation. Okay. Yeah. So let's say we've convinced some teachers here to teach online. They, they, they want to go for it. Uh, how do you go about, you know, balancing? Like, say you have a full-time job, but then you're also wanting to teach online. How do you handle that? Well, the way I handle it is... Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I've got my teaching schedule, and I'm very careful uh, to, uh, you know, sometimes to avoid scheduling online teaching too close to my quitting time, um, because uh, as we all know, you know, from the uh, from the classroom, from the schoolyard, uh, that's when there's the, you know, the parent that comes in. Uh, the principal that announces the emergency meeting, um, uh, you know, the the kid whose parents didn't pick them up, and you're stuck with little Johnny until mommy shows up. Uh, so um, you want to you want to schedule it carefully. You really do. You want to, you know, your 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 full time job is the one that's paying your rent. So uh, you you do not want to show those people the back of your middle finger anytime soon. Uh, you want to treat them well. Uh, so, uh, you know, definitely make it part time, and then uh, maybe in the summer you can go kind of crazy. You know, ease, uh, you know, ease into it. And another thing, I advise you to think about um, if you're not familiar with the term vesting. I, I was not for many years, 
when you work with a certain employer for so many years, you're entitled to a pension. Okay. Uh, so uh, in your, uh, at your company, in your state, et cetera, find out when you vest. Uh, don't find that, uh, you know, teachers in XYZ state vest at four years and you quit at the three and a half year mark to go online. You know, finish that fourth year, that eighth year, whatever, qualify for that pension because your older self will thank you for it. You know, some very um, good advice. Yeah. And uh, something similar with Social Security, you know, get those quarters in, you know. Yeah, I love how you said go crazy during the summer because I love how this is something that you can ramp up during the summer. Or maybe if you're working with like a you know a platform, I don't know, I haven't done them, but maybe you can when you have a two week break for Christmas, you can you know take on some more responsibility or something. Anything because because teachers have time. You know, we we talk about we we don't have any time. That's because during the school year, our time is just like crazy. Uh, but then during the summer, we, we have time during the summer if we're honest about it. So we can really use that to ramp up our, our income uh, by online teaching and maybe, you know, find enough clients that after that vesting period or, you know, if we if we decide we want to go online, we can use that. I think that that's a, a really great tip. All right. So uh, we're, we're starting to wind down this, this awesome conversation we're having. Um, are there any just misconceptions or myths about teaching online that our listeners should be aware of? Um. Yeah, there's the uh, uh, there's the misconception that it is, um, you know, a total cakewalk. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's I, I love it. It's it's great. Uh, COVID, uh, COVID. Uh, I'm, now, my position is not or people died. Hooray. I'm so happy. That's not it. But COVID uh, forced me as a guy who grew up with manual typewriters dating myself. Right. Uh, to. Um, to learn how to do things like share screen. I didn't know how to do that before. Okay. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, so I've, I've got an easier life when I go online. However, unlike the brick and mortar world where the work comes to you, uh, you've got to go out and, um, and go, you know, kill it and drag it to the cave yourself. Uh, that that's tough, you know, and students come and go, they come and go and come and go. Uh, so you, you know, you want to build up your financial base the best way you can, uh, you know, save some money, have some money saved before you go uh, full-time, uh, ease into full-time, um, uh, you know, uh, because like I say, students come and go. Uh, unlike your semester job, you know, they issue you 20 students at the beginning of the year and you're, you know, you get paid X, X hour dollars an hour unless you commit a crime or something, and uh, you've got that contract for the whole year. Yeah, that, that's a, a huge point. Like the the thing about entrepreneurship, going out on your own, is that it's all on you, right? The buck stops here. There's no one else doing it for you, so you have to be aware of that and be prepared for that. Thank yeah, you. and you have and you have no uh, you have no control over you know if the parent says. Well, uh, you know, we really love your teaching, but uh, Johnny is quite busy with his extracurriculars now, so we're going to have to drop it. Yeah, yeah, there's very little control in that regard. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, do you have any suggestions for, for where to go for more information if someone's like, I, I want to do this, but where's like a good starting point for someone who wants to start teaching online? Yeah, you can go to, uh, um, there's a, a variety of um uh, like, um, okay, 
go to um, uh, go to YouTube and search for online teacher dude. It's a Canadian guy uh, who is a former VIP kid teacher himself. Uh, go to ESL 365. Uh, go to Lisa's study guides, and uh, you can. Um, there's also there are also a couple of really good uh, uh, really good things on uh, what is the guy's name Stephen I believe is Ph Stephen Worldwide um, he's got some good tips about how he made uh, I think it was five or six thousand dollars a month teaching in Korea um, you know so you can get a lot of free or uh, very low cost information if you're interested in uh, translation and interpretation if you're a bilingual. You know, I went from teaching to T&I back to teaching. Um, and um, if you're interested in that, I would suggest going to a website, ACEBO. It's all caps, A-C-E-B-O. And the um, the owner is Holly Mickelson. She was my teacher at the Monterey Institute of International Studies. Um, and, you know, you can get a lot of, uh, I think her I think her tab is resources to get, uh, get that. Uh, also, AATIA, A-A-T-I-A, all caps, Austin Association of Translators uh, and Austin Area Translators and Interpreters Association, and TAJIT, uh, T-A-J-I-T, Texas Association of Judiciary Interpreters and Translators. And you can also uh, Google, I don't remember their uh, current name, but Google Monterey Institute of International Studies, and it'll take you to the current thing, and you can read all about TNI. So those are some places to go. I, I strongly suggest, uh, you know, do your research, get those, um, uh, get those, you know, get those free, uh, those free goodies. You know, they've got some, some great free online courses from those, uh, YouTube YouTubers that I mentioned. And then they've got some courses that are, they're not too terribly expensive, you know, so you can learn the online trade, uh, before you just go jump into it. All right, awesome. Those are uh, that's a long list of resources. So I'm going to make sure I uh, post those in our our show notes. So if you want to find the, the show notes, you can go to teachermoneyshow.com/podcast and find this podcast, and you'll find all of the uh, the the links to those things there. I'll do all the searching for you, so you can just go to that one place to find all those those links that uh, that Daniel just shared with us. Okay, two more questions for you, Daniel. What is your number one tip for teachers to have a richer wallet, classroom, and life? Uh, you know, um, I would uh, I would pass on information. I took uh, many years ago when I was living in California. I took a, a leadership course from the Salinas uh, Chamber of Commerce, and um, our guest speaker was the uh, sheriff of Monterey County. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, um, "Learn everything you can." from every job you've ever held and then take that into the next job and then take that into the next job. I've, I've lived by that. And it's, uh, it's incredible. I, I took my, um, my knowledge from radio shack. If you remember them, uh, <laughs> I was one of their salespeople. I took that knowledge into my interpreter job and I was a hero because when we had to transcribe tapes, I knew how to connect all the little, uh, cords to the television and the uh, and the VCR. Uh, you know, there's some unlikely connections. Uh, you know, but that's that's one thing I would strongly advise. Um, I mentioned um, uh, work to learn, not to earn. Uh, so 
attend conferences, um, volunteer to teach other things, you know, run extracurriculars, uh, you know, teach something out of your comfort zone, learn more subjects, more books, uh, more textbooks and stuff, uh, because then you'll have um, more things to choose from. It's good to have a, a broad base of knowledge uh, and then to maybe focus on the niche that's going to work for you. And then the other thing would be, uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's focus, follow one course until successful. Don't try to do everything at once. Um, you know, focus on the one thing. Uh, I suggest teaching and I suggest, you know, picking a niche to start with. You can always expand it or change it. So there we have it. That, that is all just absolutely amazing advice. Go back and listen to that again, everybody. That was that was awesome. Okay, last question. Uh, if a teacher wants to get in contact with you, how could they do that? Yeah, the best, uh, uh, actually, my email is easy, probably the easiest email in all of Asia to remember. Uh, <laughs> I'm an interpreter. I'm a man. I'm an American. And here I am online, right? Uh, capital I-N-T-E-R-P-R-E-T-E-R, -E -E capital M-A-N, interpreter man, all one word, at AOL.com, AmericaOnline.com. Uh, you can also reach me. Um, uh, I, I'm happy to take uh, uh, LinkedIn connections for anybody that is uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, Daniel Steve, not Stephen, but Steve, uh, V-I-L-L, -L, that's the Spanish letter, A-R-R, uh, that's a Spanish letter, E-A-L, uh, comma, big P, little H, dot, big D, dot, plus LinkedIn. And you can find my LinkedIn profile, and I'm happy to take a connection um, request. And I and I do some writing on LinkedIn. You know, there might be some stuff that might be of interest to you. All right. I love it. Thank you so much, Daniel. It is so great having you on. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. If you'd like to come on the podcast for coaching, to share an expert opinion, or just to talk about a topic you think is relevant, I'd love to talk to you. Just fill out the form at teachermoneyshow.com slash guest. I look forward to talking with you.